You have probably noticed a concerted effort by our betters in the secular world to convince us all that there are too many people on the planet and that there needs to be a culling of the population. Our betters never frame it quite that way, and they never volunteer themselves for said culling. But the essence of what they're saying is just that. There are too many people on the planet, and there needs to be a culling. This line of propaganda is communicated to the unsuspecting public in two forms. Propaganda in the various organs of the mass media, and propaganda from the so-called scientific community, who base their findings on faulty and outdated science. Today we have a bit of news that should be of interest to Christians everywhere, especially since it involves some of the actors who have been involved with the Vatican's continuing promotion of climate change and similar kinds of apocalyptic concepts. There's a war going on right now, and it is a spiritual war that alienates the broader culture from God through the focus of our minds and worries on the created rather than, cre than the creator. So let's get into this, because, as we'll see, this propaganda is shameless, shamelessly pushed on all of us, all around us today. And this video should feed nicely into what I have planned for tomorrow. So let's get comfortable to see what the secular maniacs are pushing on us right now. A letter published in the form of an article was published in the magazine of Scientism called Bioscience. It was signed by 11,000 scientists who come bearing a false gospel warning that the human race faces a, quote, climate emergency, which threatens the fate of humanity. Their solution, global Moloch worship, in this case, in the form of population control. These purveyors of scientism have declared that, quote, the world population must be stabilized and ideally gradually reduced, though they rarely say to what levels. The thesis these scientists are pushing is the same one that was pushed by Paul Ehrlich more than 50 years ago. In 1968, Ehrlich published a stunning piece of propaganda called The Population Bomb, a book that detailed the world's future of starvation, because the population was growing faster than the food supply and the environment could keep up. That book has long since been debunked, though the message is still repeated today. In fact, these scientists repeat the thesis of that book, but ignore Ehrlich's work itself, saying that they have been trying to warn the world about the impending climate crisis for about 40 years. The heart of their argument is this, that Western consumption habits are unsustainable and will lead to destruction. Here's a quote from that letter that was published by Bioscience. Quote, The climate crisis is closely linked to excessive consumption of the wealthy lifestyle. The most affluent countries are mainly responsible for the historical greenhouse gas emissions and generally have the greatest per capita emissions. In the present article, we show general patterns mostly at the global scale because there are many climate efforts that involve individual regions and countries. Our vital signs are designed to be useful to the public, policymakers, the business community, and those working to implement the Paris Climate Agreement, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, and the Aichi Biodiversity Targets. End quote. If you've been subscribed to this channel for a while, you know that the focus of my own doctoral studies have been on sustainable development itself. In fact, you might say that studying that area of policy was a major part of my own red-pilling on the state of things and of the satanic nature of the, of the secular world. Here we have the same tired arguments being made again, and it is rooted in truth. The consumption of Western cultures isn't sustainable. It would simply not be possible to spread this kind of consumption globally. I mean, that much is true. Though these people focus on spreading consumption of meat and decent quality food around the world, while critics like myself focus on consumer goods and consumerism and the mindless consumption associated with both modern capitalism and modern socialism. 
I will soon have another video on sustainable development so that you can be well equipped to face the arguments these people are making when they tell you that you must stop eating and that you or your loved ones shouldn't have children. This is an agenda at work here, and it's an agenda of control, and an agenda of the worst aspects of the managerial class seeking to exert that control over literally everyone. Now, this is being promoted by a scientist and activist with direct ties to the Vatican, John Bongartz, a population control activist who spoke at the Vatican in 2017. Yes, these same people who advocate for controlling the population and enacting a direct mega-global state control over the lives of everyday people in the most intimate way imaginable are invited to the Vatican to speak about the need to enact global governance advocated in Laudato Si. More on that in a moment. But the work of these so-called scientists and activists is a naked attempt to exert the most terrifying kinds of power over the lives of everyday normal people. If you need proof, I have a billboard advertisement from the United Kingdom. And as an aside, it is a great example of why we need to proofread advertisements and public postings before we make them public. You'll see it on your screen now unless you're listening to this on an audio-only platform like Anchor.fm or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. The billboard reads, Imagine a city less crowed. And by crowed, they mean crowded. Do your part. Get sterilized. Yay! That billboard is posted in North London, and it targets what you might call the indigenous population of England, instead of including the so-called New Europeans, who tend to have a better understanding of life and where the true wealth of life is, which namely is in having children. The so-called New Europeans understand this, and they are for some reason not being included in this propaganda message. I only include this message today to point out something to you. That you, as someone who is seeing or hearing this in the Western world today, are being targeted by frankly power-mad maniacs who want state intervention in the most intimate parts of your life. The double thing from these people is truly incredible. They literally hold two competing ideas at the same time and don't find them to be contradictory in the slightest. Here's a case in point, from the population control article I referenced earlier. Quote, Still increasing by roughly 80 million people per year, or more than 200,000 per day, the world population must be stabilized and, ideally, gradually reduced within a framework that ensures social integrity. There are proven and effective policies that strengthen human rights, while lowering fertility rates and lessening the impacts of population growth on greenhouse gas emissions and biodiversity loss. These policies make family planning services available to all people, remove barriers to their access, and achieve full gender equity, including the primary and secondary education as a global norm for all, especially girls and young women. End quote. And there you have it. Global Moloch worship under the guise of planning your family. I love it. I honestly do. I wish we had propagandists on the side of Christ who were as skilled as these maniacs at spinning words. Thankfully, some people have pushed back already. This generation's young, brilliant billionaire, Elon Musk, founder of Tesla, has been pushing back on this population narrative for years. He rightly points out that what is undermining Western civilization, or Christendom if you, if you prefer, is the opposite problem. Too few people having children, leading to a lopsided population where, soon enough, there will be too many people, too many retirees to too few workers. In an August 19th debate before a global investment group, Elon Musk called the population bomb hypothesis an outdated myth and that the real problem was population collapse. The politicians in Europe who advocate for bringing in endless numbers of migrants have said the same thing, actually, nakedly admitting that they need new workers to replace the old, and have even said that they don't care about the future of their countries as long as their immediate social needs are met. That activist I mentioned a moment ago, John Bongartz, 
spoke at the Vatican in 2017. In March of that year, Bongartz misapplied a quote from John Paul II to advocate for the free use of contraception in order to save the world from the impending climate disaster that we keep hearing so much about. He went so far as to say that so-called responsible parenthood, which is where he borrowed John Paul II's phrase, would be the most effective way to save the world from his scenario of doom and gloom. Again, this was at the Vatican in 2017. Now, right after the Pan-Amazon schism, Bongartz and the other scientists released their document detailing a call for the same kinds of actions that the final document for the Synod called for. That document expressed concerns about the extraction of natural raw materials, the insistence that governments do more to combat man-made climate change, a call to consume less meat. In case you're wondering why you see ads these days for telling people to drink roach milk and eat bugs. All that was missing was a call to have fewer children. But remember, in the Amazon Synod, we were told that the church must have an Amazonian face. And many rightly raised the alarm that the indigenous peoples of the Amazon that were being exploited by the German and Brazilian bishops were actually practitioners of a, of a particularly nasty form of population control themselves. One too nasty to say here. The Synod engaged in a soft form of advocacy for population control by using these same people as their example of how the faithful should live our lives. I've said this at least twice now, but I'll say it again. These people never go so far as to say how low they think the population should be. A few have, and their comments always get suppressed because when they let the mask slip, you see that the real agenda is diabolic in nature. An article that I'll have linked on the Sources blog calls this agenda anti-humanism for a reason. Here's a good quote from that which defines anti-humanism as, quote, The belief that the human race is a horde of vermin whose unconstrained aspirations and appetites endanger the natural order, and that tyrannical measures are necessary to constrain humanity. The founding prophet of anti-humanism is Thomas Malthus, who offered a pseudoscientific basis for the idea that human reproduction always outruns available resources. Following this pessimistic and inaccurate assessment of the capacity of human ingenuity to develop new resources, Malthus advocated oppressive policies that led to the starvation of millions in India and Ireland. End quote. Thomas Malthus was the first population control advocate, operating in the 18th and 19th centuries. His work influenced Ehrlich's work on the population bomb. Those who follow in the footsteps of these men often say that they want a global human population of half a billion people, or maybe no more than one billion people. The idea that you can reach those numbers voluntarily is not only evil, but stupid, and they realize that it's infeasible, so while they promote voluntary sterilization now, they have advocated for China's now-scrapped one-child policy to be imposed on everyone in the world. If you want to know what the face of Antichrist might look like, look to those promoting global population control. In closing, I'll say this. One of the reasons I focus on the embrace of sustainable development programs by the Vatican is because it is a vehicle for absolute power and control by those promoting that agenda. It is the agenda of Antichrist. It stands firmly at odds with the faith and with the basic tenets of human decency that are commonly found in traditional Abrahamic faiths. No people of goodwill or decency can adhere to it, and that is why it is so alarming that those in the highest offices of the Vatican promote it constantly. While everyone else seemed to be obsessed with the very probati and deaconesses coming out of the Amazon schism, the talk of UN sustainability goals at the Synod was the most alarming. For that program is the neo-paganism of Satan. And if you want proof that Rome may have lost the faith, you don't need to look much further than that. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.